1: Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at shop.com. GW District dot com. That shop. GW District.com. The GW District. A retail marketplace of black owned products and media. That's right. That's right. That's right. Just waiting for this beautiful thing to come up. i enjoying your 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 Twitter uh feed. Come I'm, I'm doing my research. <laughs> and, uh, you 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 doing some some, some work putting in some work I must admit
0: well I try yeah I mean and it's funny because I'm really only part-time I mean I I am and I'm not I I this is like my only thing but you know I also am I'm a mom and I have my kids half the time so it's like I'm I'm either uh not working at all or I'm like getting it in
1: <laughs> oh yeah not because um Because even to the point that, um, like, people don't realize we have to balance our lives. Because, like I said, the biggest thing, the misconception is that they think that we ain't married, we don't have kids, we, uh, you know, don't have jobs or any of that good stuff. Right. All we do is just fuck and suck and that's it.
0: (laughs) I mean, there is a lot of that, so.
1: I mean, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But people got to realize we are regular people. With extraordinary um, jobs. That's all we are.
0: Well, yeah, and that's the funny part. So I actually, a couple times I've been recognized when I've been out and about, and it's it was, like, weird for me because I am just a normal person. So I was like, whoa, this is trippy. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. I mean, Has that happened to you too?
1: Yeah, I actually had that happen a couple of times. In, um when I was out and about, even within an actual party one time, you know. Um, oh, really? Yeah, it was kind of crazy because I was trying to be discreet cause I was there with my wife. We It was like a BVW, you know, strip party. And uh, what was so funny about it was the, I was outside, I smoked a cigarette, the guy came, he was like, yo, man, big country, because that was my, my point name. You're like, yo, man, I just want to tell you you the man. I love your shit, man. You know what I'm saying? You're <laughs> like, yo You was like, I ain't knew you gonna be in the party, bro. I, <laughs> I said that. <"Damn." laughs> but yeah, it's it's interesting when people recognize you. Because and it also feels good because that knows that you're doing something that people are feeling and, and they're liking and, and, and they're enjoying and they're buying. That's the that's the real high right there when you get the check for me.
0: Well, yeah, and I mean, like, I love that I've been able to turn this into, like, my full-time income, but at the same time, like, the part that's the most exciting for me is, like, I know that I'm giving them something that they that they want in their most intimate moments. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just, I don't really think of just some guy jerking off. Like, I feel like that's somebody who's doing something for themselves that maybe... They, you know, maybe they're not getting it at home. Maybe they're not in a relationship. Like it's just a moment where they can feel some relief. And with all the shit going on in the world, like it's nice to have some relief sometimes. And I love that I get to kind of participate yeah. in that, and even from you, a distance. You know,
1: you become a part of. It's like this. This is what I tell anybody that like doing podcasting, and it's also point. You want to become a part of somebody's day. Yeah. You know, period. And it's funny that people might say that because it's porn, but think about it. You have people. Men are creatures of habit. So we'll get up in the morning, they say we're following a man to we're gonna go to her site about six six AM in the morning, go look and um see what she got going on. You know, and we'll do it every time, especially she they say update every Monday or every Tuesday we what have you. You know, period. So we're creatures of habit. So, trust me on that. We we love watching porn. <laughs> <laughs> that was it was good, buddy. And with that being said, let me do the particulars and so we can get this thing on the road, sexy. Sure. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Smoker's Lounge. And I am your host, Kevin of the Southern Champ, a.k.a. The Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. Find all my links with one link, allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. Let me tell you about three wonderful sponsors that we need to brag about. I'm talking about the first one being the Facebook LS community, lsworld.com. Next up is the hottest adult magazine in the game. I'm talking about Eroticism Magazine. So go to eroticismmagazine.com. Get yourself a monthly subscription. Get it digital or get it paperback and mailed to you. And last but not least... Also black owned. For you consumers, a new place to consume your triple S content. For you content creators, 90% profit. I'm talking about excitebunny.com. Whether you're a consumer or whether you're a content creator. Porn star, webcam girl, whatever you are on the spectrum. Just get a profile. Also. We're a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. Also, why you at ShopGWDistrict.com, like it says at the beginning, shop. And buy products from over 500 black-owned retailer shops, boutiques, and stores. Also, check check us out on SkyHawkAfterDarkTV.com, as well as the BGP LLC app, which you can listen to on your phone or In your browser. So I'm about to shove and let this sexy thick. Yeah, she gets down, people. (laughs) Introduce herself. (laughs) Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) So proceed. Introduce yourself, mama. Uh,
0: I'm Amanda Thick, And uh, that's with two Ks. Everybody spells it wrong. It's so funny. I just love to see like all the variations, but I'm all over the internet. Can't miss me.
1: <laughs> so. Yes, you, are. you 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 want is making a strong name for yourself, but go ahead
0: yeah i it's it's funny. I'll have people come up and they're like, "Wow, you're Twitter. I'm like, whoa, thanks
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's like i I call it a hit list. And it's 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 the guys or ladies that are females well actually guys that are females that work with. And like just scrolling down, like just seeing some of the the guys that you have work with, what have you from Port Rock, um seeing you looking gorgeous with, 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 with a stick in your mouth. Um <laughs> you know what I'm saying, uh working with Jeff Models or what have you. It's like you have you you have done a lot. How long have you been in the business?
0: Uh, you know, not even that long. It's it's been a about a year and a half now.
1: Um, well, y'all girls with this year, man. Y'all be doing like three years' of work in a year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like to work and I like to fuck. So it's like the best the best combination. So mm-hmm. as soon as I flip from mom, like mom mode into like porn star life, then it's you know I'm all about working. So I and I. I love it. I love the creative parts of it. So it's, it's, it's more than just sex. And that's one thing I've I've found to be very interesting is as people in my real life, my personal life have come to find out what I do. um, I just, I let them know, like, this is, it's all parts of me. It's like, I am a mom, but I'm also very sexual and very sensual. And I love that I get to kind of bring that to life. And um, I love the creative parts of it. It's not just fucking like that's that's a part of it it's great and like there's editing there's angles there's lighting like there's so much creative juice that's required of you um and I love to just learn and put myself in in a position where I can always grow and so I think that's why I I've grown fast is I I love taking in what people want to share with me and and using it so you know I've had some good people around me with good advice and I implement You know I think yes. a lot of people don't necessarily do that They want to do their own thing and yes, I'm, I'm like yeah
1: bring it on one, look. I'm looking at one of your trailers uh, For Bondage And Two Cream Pies and that shit That shit is hot the way that Just the trailer is edited You know what I'm saying And everything and, and the camera views And all that Thank um, you. Because like I said you take You make it a point to look A certain professionalism with Your filming just off, off gate, just from just going down your, your Twitter feed or what have you. So with that being said, let's go to the beginning. What got you in this business?
0: Oh, wow. You know, it's funny. I totally like fell into this by accident. <laughs> <laughs> is that possible?
1: <laughs> it, it happened to me too, but go ahead.
0: Yeah. I, um, my background is massage. I've been a massage therapist for since the beginning of time And, um, a couple of years ago, I started having clients, uh, asking for sensual massages and I would rejected it for a long time, but I finally started doing that and discovered I was very good at it and discovered I had, you know, clients who would drive for hours to come and see me. And then, uh, with all the lockdowns and all the things I ended up moving out of California and coming to Vegas and my very first massage client turned out to be a porn producer and he's like look you're kind of living this taboo life that people would love to like see you know he's like put on a camera I was like you're asking for like something totally different though I'm like I do sensual stuff but you know have I fucked a client here and there it maybe that's happened (laughs) may or may not have been the case (laughs)
1: wink 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 wink
0: wink wink. he was like put on a camera like do it for real and and he's like i'll help you i'll give you guidance and and so he was really like my mentor and really has continued to be anytime i have questions or need help or anything I, i hit him up and he's been amazing to help me out um kyle balls wca productions he's amazing and so he's he's the one who kind of took me under his wing brought me in. And then from there he would, you know, occasionally he would have a, like a content party or something. And I didn't really want to make content at his parties. I just wanted to meet people. I wanted to get more involved in, in, you know, who's the male talent, who can I work with, that kind of thing. And so I, I would go to a couple of these parties. And that's when I started meeting the professionals and I was, and and the first time I worked with a professional, um, Eddie J, amazing person. I love him. Um, it was such a, a drastic difference from amateur scenes because he knew his angles. He knew how to stay open for the camera. He like he knew all the, the nuance. And and after that I was hooked. I was like, bring it on. I wanna work with the professionals. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, because I'm sorry, once once you work with a professional cameraman professional talent when you do it on a professional level you kind of can't go backwards because it's kind of like not just the fact of the aesthetics of it or the look of it but just the way it feels when you're filming with like that yeah warrior of it how good it makes you feel like i'm truly a fucking porn star i'm truly a star yeah Content creator you feel what i'm saying
0: Yes. It's such, it's like another level. Cause I, I'm also an artist. And so I look at this as art, like every piece of this, I'm a quality over quantity person. I prefer high quality things. So if I'm having a high quality experience, why would I ever give that up? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm saying because it's kind of like, so with your first shoot, let's, let's go to the first shoot that you did. What was some of the things? How was it going on set? Because it was your first time, really being on a professional set, and how was it like? Did you know the mail time ahead of time? What did some of the things the mail time the producer did to help you relax, be comfortable within the setting, so you can give your best performance for your first time?
0: And you're talking about like first professional shoot, right?
1: Yes. I mean, um, I, I mean, we could do your first because you were doing what pretty much like content or amateur or what would could be considered amateur first.
0: Yeah, I I think when I very first started, the first like three or three months or so was just amateurs. Like I was basically trying to find guys who'd be willing to go on camera, and you know, can you stay hard with a condom and like things like that.
1: That's <laughs> okay, what you say. That's what you say.
0: Right. So that's how I started. And then once I worked with the professionals, I just, I upgraded, you know, like I was like, all right, I'm staying here.
1: And so, then... so, yeah. So, so that's what I mean. So, now, versus you sitting here, got to deal with Charlie down the block, you're walking on a set. Yeah. Coming from. Yeah. So Charlie, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: To walk on that set because I know it's a little surreal because, like, oh shit, it hits you. Yeah. It's serious. You know what
0: I'm saying? Yeah. Well, okay. So I'll tell you the first production that I did, it was still kind of, it was a small production company. So it, it, it was a good step for me because it was a step into a bigger arena, but it wasn't like Brazzers, right? It's like, it's, not, <laughs> it was, it was more indie. So, it, but it was also such an incredible experience for me because I had never filmed in front of a crew um, where you're stopping starting doing all the pretty girls beforehand like all the you know all the steps and things so it was they were amazing about explaining everything to me because they knew it was my first professional shoot so they were very um patient very uh i don't know they were they they wanted to guide me through it so i could be at my best and i felt like they did an amazing job at that and i felt so comfortable that you know at one point i'm doing reverse cowgirl but I'm bouncing. And I was like, thank God for my trainer that I've been working out that I can do this. And <laughs> get those squats working. Uh,
1: and they were like, it's okay. Say, I like you because you said you did reverse counter. I'm like, I love a woman that can do reverse cowgirl. But go ahead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I I could promise. I know I could get better at it. I need to get my ass back to the gym again. But still, it mm. was one of those things where I was like, kind of joking about like, holy shit, I don't know how long I can do this. And they were like, it's cool if you need to stop, like, we'll just stop. And then you start again and we'll just keep rolling. So they, you know, it, it was a really great experience where I was like, this is awesome. I'm taking a little rest between these, you know, killer quad exercises with my ass straight up in the air and a room full of people looking at me and I'm totally okay with this. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> It was so bizarre, and it was I was amazed at how comfortable I was, though, really, because I expected I would be completely freaked out with a crew of people, and I was fine it was it was
1: but see you, 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 you kind of broke the ice when you was doing the content shoots prior to that because. Because one, is not just getting comfortable with a bunch of people, it's getting comfortable in front of the camera, first and foremost.
0: Right, right. Well, I've always been comfortable somehow, um, before I got into this, um, I was also doing like online coaching, and I did a lot of live streaming and teaching through video, and I kind of became very comfortable talking to a camera, and so... um, I think that translated. That helped me a lot. So when I started working with the camera, I was like, oh, it's just like another person there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm pretty sure we went back and looked and said, damn, I look very sexy right there. Um, Damn.
0: You know, it's so funny because I edit my own stuff. And I was looking at my, I think the first couple months I was there were things I would see my body and I'm like, Oh my gosh, am I really putting this? In, like, I'm really putting this in front of people. And now I look at my stuff and I'll be honest, I'm probably at my heaviest I've been ever in my whole life at this moment. And I still look at my content and I'm like, God damn, that's hot. Like, it's hot. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, it's not about if my body's perfect or whatever. Like, I don't even care anymore. I'm just like, if I can see that I'm having a great time, I can see how Sexy this whole thing is And I'm turned on by looking at it I'm not even looking at my body anymore I don't even care So it's nice to be able to look at myself And be like wow that's hot
1: <laughs> Yeah because it's like You you know how to work the camera From watching your stuff Your sex basis is hot as shit I'm not even going to front out this piece And I actually saw you do the reverse cowgirl. I'm like God, yes, I miss it. It makes me miss the game of being retired, just seeing decisions like that and looks, you know, period. So it's kind of like, so with with now that, like once you start doing the professional scenes, what have you, Um, how did it affect the way that you shoot your content moving forward? Because now that you done tasted being in front of that camera, also now also... It also taught you to be mindful of things that you probably wouldn't have been mindful for with doing with what you were doing with the government guys. You feel what I'm coming from, you know? Oh yeah. Certain angles and stuff like that. So, how did how did working with the major companies changed over uh, over the short period of time how you shot your own content?
0: Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I I how do I even answer that? It definitely elevated my game, like for sure, because I, you know, I'm always sure to have multiple angles. I'm always sure to make sure there's movement, zooming in, zooming out, moving things. Like, I want it to keep your attention beyond just the sex. You know, just there's a reason that movies are cut and edited the way they are. So I look at edits now, and when I'm filming, if I know there's going to be a hard cut, I try and at least create a transition so that while I'm editing it makes it easier. Um, just little things like that, you know that you the angles that I've learned, the the lighting tricks that I've learned. so it, it definitely applies. I ended up investing in all the lighting equipment and you know so over time you just kind of realize, oh, I want to do more like this, so let me buy the things I need for that. So I, I've definitely invested. Into Mm. myself and what I'm doing, you know, pretty significant.
1: To me, the way that, like, for example, when they see you upgrade, they want to see you at that grade, not below. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because the simple fact of that, now you're giving them your best look. And when they see your best look, they want to see you at that best look at all times. And that's not just to outfits or makeup. It's to the type camera that you use, the lighting that you use, the angles, the way you shoot it or what have you. Even down to the mill times that you work with. I'm seeing you that thing going toe-to-toe with the great Don Prince.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I uh, Yeah, that whole scene, I told him. I, you know, it's funny because we started talking before the scene and I said, I'm scared of you. And as we were talking, they were like, stop, we got to roll camera because this is too good of a conversation. This needs to be in the scene. So.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, sir, because I see when you went down for the, for, for the ride, you took, you, you, you eased it down. <laughs> she eased it down a little bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's honestly, most of the BBC talent specifically, I mean, not, and more, not just BBC, but any of those really, really big guys. I've been called a size queen, but I don't really believe it because I have to take my time to get down on that shit because I can take it all. I can take it. I just don't want to crack a rib in the process and I want to make sure that I'm good.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, when you think about it, when your own set is different than what it is offset, you know, yeah. it, it, because 9 out of 10, yeah, you're going to have a dude that's going to be has a strong dick, because that's the business that we're in, you know, period. So, but you may not be one that want a fucking horse to fuck in your personal life.
0: (laughs) Right, right.
1: You know what I'm saying? So, so it's kind of like, you know, that, that what people don't realize is that some, everything is aesthetics when it comes to us. That's why we are known as porn actors. Porn stars, you know. Period. Yeah, it's d- dudes. It's hard for us to stay hard. The motherfuckers might have to do the injection. Some of them might have to take the pill. It is. It's our job to stay hard and pop on time, and on cue. You know? Yeah,
0: I honestly I think about what male talent has to go through, and I'm I like it blows my mind because I I can't think of that. It's got to be so hard because you you know the physical part, the mental part, all the Stop and starting and all that, you know, the the part that the theatrical piece of things, you know, behind the scenes makes it so difficult to get an erection and then maintain one and then to be able to come. And then if it's going to take a while or you don't think it's going to happen, then there's more pressure. Like there's so much going on for male talent that I'm I marvel every time that they can do their job.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, me being being male talent for 15 years Trust me, it's had to keep it hard, even if you even if you wasn't attracted to the female, even if you and the female ain't mixing or what have you. It's about being professional and having to put in the work. That's why right. I tell you don't be scared to get a blue chew. It's OK. <laughs> I, I ain't say Viagra. Blue chew is a little bit different, but blue chew is OK. Because your job is to stay hard And I'm sorry, I'm trying to make money With this damn thing I need 20 to 25 minutes 40 minutes <laughs> is good I'm just saying well, right. they, You know, period So, now You said you've been doing this for a year So you have worked with actually top companies Within a year, you had a strong rookie year Because well, it was Yeah like When I three. down your feet <laughs> so I mean, I was, but go ahead go
0: ahead well I, so it's been a year and a half just to be fair you know to be fair okay. Um year and a half but I don't know like I don't know what maybe I call me naive I don't know exactly what are top companies either but I have worked with companies that I have
1: loved <laughs> I mean, to work with. with Plumper Pass that's the top of the line for the BB I have
0: I, I loved working with Plumper Pass I've done a scene with BBW Highway that was great yeah um, Erotica, I've worked with Jeff's models. Um yeah. what are some other I can't even think.
1: Yeah, yeah, you 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 hitting it. And then 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 you did a scene with Richard Man, the visuals just look off the chain. Oh you know? my and
0: gosh, that was <laughs> that scene. Oh my gosh, he's huge. So I was like, oh pray for me, God. I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's a a beast and he's a legend you get what i'm saying it's like it's like
0: and he's a a really nice guy like on top of it he's he's a great person you know so um i've enjoyed i enjoyed working with him we 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 did that scene Mm -hmm. and then our our cameraman had to go and he you know he was like well i'm still here if you want to keep filming so i ended up just setting up my phone and doing kind of like a behind the scenes type of you know more amateur style video my I filmed it with my phone and my freaking phone over like it overloaded on data or something it stopped recording right before the orgasm
1: Oh dear.
0: and it was a good one and it was like wow so then I was like you know crying that it didn't work and he's like that's okay let's just go again <laughs>
1: I'm saying, I mean, because I didn't know that, oh, well, well, uh, that something got lost. So the next day, I was like, look, after we film this scene, you're going to put back on what you had on yesterday and we're going to do a little bit longer to get, yeah. to get lost, you know, period. Because, I mean, that's the beauty when you're doing content versus a paid gig. Right. You, it's, it's more flexible.
0: Yeah, which makes it a little more real, too. Like, that's the one thing that i I still love about being independent. I can still control the content that I make, how I do it. If I'm, you know, and I'll be honest, I don't always have an orgasm. So a lot of my scenes, I I'm loud. I'm very loud. So, you know, sometimes you think I may have come, maybe I didn't. So when I do have an orgasm, I can market those even more because I, you know, they're real. When I have an orgasm, they're massive and they're they're pretty Im- I mean when I watch them I'm like
1: holy shit <laughs> yeah, like, for, when you when you make a girl come on camera it's it's just it's a beautiful thing especially before you have to pop <laughs>
0: yeah exactly
1: you know because it's kind of like it. it's like put it this way like I love it when 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 like like, she might be riding, and she comes, and then she just stopping, and the ashes be shit, shivering and shaking. <laughs> yes. Great for editing of the trailer. I, I I edit that right into the trailer. Like, boom. So you <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, Body's you know?
0: shaking,
1: yes. Yeah, so it's kind of like, I mean, people really like, understand. We really do fuck. Don't get it twisted. Um. But like I said, it's just the difference is we have to fuck with thought, and so people understand. What you I mean by that is we have to be mindful of the camera, the 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 the, the, the cameraman actually of the angles that he want to get, and even if you ain't got a cameraman, you talking about POV or even you one of those ones that that to do the tripod, you know the angles that you want to get, the way you want to shoot it, the editing. You know, even to the point of when you walk into a room, you scope out what you want to do in the room. If you don't understand the mental prep of doing a shoot, walking into the shoot, you feel what I'm saying?
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, you can have a, a shoot that takes, I don't know, let's call it three hours. Two hours of that is just cameras and lights and setup and mm-hmm. all the extra stuff. And then, you know, the actual filming maybe 40 minutes, right? Wouldn't you say? Maybe
1: 20 yeah. to 40? <laughs> <laughs> and, and see, that's a new school way Cause see, cause see, it's like with well, plumber pass and the major companies and I, and I hate that girls don't do this anymore is, or as much, photo shooting the outfit that you about to record in.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know? um, because to me pictures are great advertisement. You know, hands down. And also, you are a porn star, which also me being a mock. <laughs>
0: yeah, I I learned that one the hard way.
1: <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh you, like, not, you just ain't just going to just say that and you just leave that out there. No,
0: oh, Dude, they were like, okay, so we're going to do pretty girls. I'm like, what's that? Like, what, I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, well, we're going to take, like, some modeling pictures. Okay what do you want me to do? Like I've, you know, I I haven't had like model training and shit. So I was like, what, I, what, how does this work? And then frankly, I'm, I'm, I've always been kind of a tomboy really. So I, I've never felt particularly girly or graceful or sexy. So, um, I feel like if I'm the, if I, I try to be sexy, I just look like a weirdo. Like it doesn't work for me. (laughs) (laughs)
1: i I don't know what you be saying not when i'm sitting on your damn (laughs) twitter feed please (laughs) i guess i just feel like
0: i'm like goofy you know and so that's why it's uh, you know when they're like sexy face i'm like what so i just end up smiling a lot because like i just i'm a happy person and
1: that's good but, but, yeah,
0: and sometimes I'll you know, sometimes sexy comes out because I'll be thinking about all the things that are about to happen and that's that gets that gets exciting. <laughs> <laughs> but I did learn the hard way when I was there, like pretty girls, and I was like, What? So I got school real quick on that.
1: Yeah, because see, people don't realize that would help sets you apart from the herd. Because it's also once again the aesthetics. If, okay, I see you with you know, selfish. But you give them a, a picture where you dressed up sexy and it's professional looking, or, or a shot professional looking, you know, period. Because if you're able to shoot professional for video, you should be able to shoot professional with a camera. Because that, guy's at 10, you probably use the same camera. They also take pictures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it <pretty laughs> nice. You know what I'm saying? So if it looks 4K, I'm pretty sure the picture going to look for a k and, and, and two, also it helps with the fantasy. Because I think also that's what's, that's what's being lost in this era is people don't realize understanding and mastering being a fantasy, being a sex object, being a sex symbol, you know, period. And you make it a point from how you film, the picture that you take, to emphasize sex symbol. You feel what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, cause it's to the point like this picture, this collage with the makeup and everything, you know, uh, you know, the outfits that you get, you know, how much did you take that into, how much do you take into your account? The image slash the brand.
0: You know, it's, it's evolved. So I take that into account very much now. Um, mm. And I think it, the, the joy of starting amateur and evolving into pro really helped me because I started with what I thought would look good. Right. And then you, as you're editing, or as you see people's reactions or responses or how much something sells, you start to figure out, okay, well, let me try something different, you know? And so, um, it allowed me to really like step up what, like, like, how do I try and explain like what I realized, like certain angles that I would be, would look better. You know, when I'm editing, I'm like, Oh, when I did that thing with my arm or when I arch my body like this, like it looks really good. Yeah. So it is something that I naturally do anyway, but I became more aware of it because I became more aware of like, I want to build a brand. I want to build a following. And I, and I want to really I want to hone in on what I think are my strengths Mm -hmm. and and go from there. And, you know, I I don't, I don't change my brand according to what other people want because everybody wants so many different things. Like that's not, I, I stay very true to myself, but I also stay true to the art of it. And I, if I can find beauty in myself and share that with people and they enjoy it, that's the part that works for me. And I think that's why my brand is successful because I'm I'm me mm-hmm. and I just try and accentuate the 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 parts of me that I think are are most interesting or um you know like when I see certain colors on me I'm like oh that looks really good I should do that again or I should mm-hmm. try this other thing so it's always I'm always trying to upgrade
1: See yeah you're supposed to that's the point <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's amazing how many people don't that's Enjoy the interesting skin. thing
1: if if you want longevity in this business, you have to upgrade because yeah. it, after a while, it, it it's it's going to bore the fan base, and they're going to want more anyway. You know, period, and that's facts. You know, yeah. so because even to the point that now points become a little bit more extreme. You know, they they you know anal, you know gang bangs and stuff of that nature, what have you? You know, period. So with that, with one, uh, are you into gang bangs and anal and all that good stuff?
0: I have not done any of that. Um, I have considered doing the gangbang thing. I don't know. Because so here's another piece of my story is that at some point, a a model, a modeling agency reached out to me, um, but it's not, not adult modeling, just like normal, regular modeling. And for, for the interesting thing is regular modeling doesn't like the adult world. Like they, they're, you know, it's, they're very uppity about it. So, true true yeah so there were things they were like okay if you haven't already done it then like hold off and see you know where your modeling goes and i was like oh okay and then the next thing i know they were like okay we thought amanda that you had just done some adult we didn't know that you were like
1: Glad that you just basically became a a a, a well no porn star <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they
0: were like we don't know if we can do anything with you you're too known at this point and i was like no i'm not i'm not like
1: I'm not that big, and they were like, uh, No, you know, darling. <laughs> it, it's, it, no, it's because people don't realize the reach. People don't understand reach and growth. Because sometimes your money may not tell you the reach that you actually have. You feel me?
0: Oh, uh, I believe that.
1: Because even with me, like, sometimes I be wondering where well, motherfucker's really feeling this podcast, this, damn third, then, little things in the universe shows me that, yes, motherfucker's feeling what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's part of the passion. That's part of being stubborn to say, no, nah, I'm going to succeed in this shit. <laughs> I'm gonna- yeah. You know? yeah.
0: And, and I'm going to start a podcast too. Like, cause it's, it's funny when you, you'd reached out to me and then I don't know, I, I get so many messages, shit gets lost. And I have like mm. ADHD, like times 10. So I'm just like all over the place. So then, um, I, you messaged me again. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I want to do this because you know, I I understand when you have a podcast and you and you you want to have these conversations. It's a part of like the conversation itself is the joy. And the fact that you get to share that with other people is even more fun. You know, it brings more people to the party. Yes. And that's something I definitely wanted to do as well. So I've started um kind of working on that. I wanna I wanna do in-person interviews though. So that it adds a little element of challenge to it. But mm-hmm. I, I this whole podcast game, like I'm I wanna I wanna get on this too. So I
1: Yeah, because to be honest with you, um, like I said, even with me, it's about telling our
0: stories.
1: Mm. And and not only showing that we're more than just that it only for females, they're more than just women that suck dick and and get fucked and do gang bangs and shit. No, they actually have opinions on the world and, and politics and everything else. They they're more complex than what the fans sometimes can understand or be given. And yeah, podcasts from like I said, Lily Craven, uh, my girl Curvy Mary. Um, Kyle and Drew and all—it's it's a whole bunch of them. It's it's a, it's showing the world that you're getting the story from the people that's actually doing the shit versus you hearing the podcaster that never did porn, discussing porn. It's, it's not the same. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. I know. I never knew that there was so much to know about this industry when I got you know when I accidentally got into it. I was like, wow, there's so much to learn here.
1: Oh yeah, most definitely. Now, of course, what you doing content. Of course, I know guys hit you up or what have you. What do because okay, with the caveat that you're also thinking of your brand because you didn't shop with major companies and the whole nine. What do dudes have to bring to the table for you to shoot content with them?
0: I love this question. Um, (laughs) I love this question because it it implies what
1: they all do. That's why I ask. Yeah,
0: because the the question itself implies that you better bring something to the table. And, and yes, like, please do, because, you know, people hit you up all the time. You get the random highs. How are you? Like you get the random stuff like that. But then, you know, when somebody comes to you with the right vibe and the right, um, kind of information and the right attitude and everything th- those are the people I'm more open to working with. Um, so I don't require that the person has a ton of experience, although I do prefer to work with people who know their angles and know what they're doing. Like that is definitely my preference, but, um, Oh, hang on one second. Are you still there?
1: Yeah, I'm still
0: here. Oh, okay. I just, my phone rang. and I didn't want it to kick us off the computer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. I'm
0: like, Oh no. Um, what I want to hear from somebody is like, are they talent tested? Are they like, where do they have their content? Who, who's their audience? Because maybe they're into like fetish stuff and that's not my thing. Or, you know, it has to match what, what they're trying to get out of it has to match what I'm trying to get out of it. Or at least somehow, some kind of overlap with our audience, you know, cause if, um, if somebody only wants I don't know, foot fetish stuff. I might be interested because I want to learn more about how to do that. You know, I, I do, frankly, because that's something I've been told by so many people, like I should get into it. And I'm like, I would. I just don't really know what I'm doing. So I'd be interested in doing that. But at the same time, you know, I've never done it. So my audience, are they going to be into it? I don't know. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, because so would- you have to take into account what your audience into. And sometimes if you just... Let's just say, just throw it on him. It might backfire.
0: Right. I actually, I approached somebody to work with pretty early on when I started and he turned me down And, and he wasn't a dick about it. He was gracious, but he turned me down because he told me his audience doesn't really like BBWs. And it could have been something he's not into, but at the same time, I can't argue with him when he's like, this is what sells. This is what doesn't like. Yeah, that it's a business decision. You know, I get that. And I can't take that personally because it's a business decision. <laughs>
1: it's like because I say this to any female when it comes to dealing with male talent. And I, I know people might say that I'm a little harsh, but like I really give a shit what people think. I really don't. <laughs> but it's like this. Iron sharpens iron. It's less headache when you deal with experienced male talent it's it's a calculated risk as they like to say because you know he's been through it he done done it he's used to it he done been in front of the camera and he's not going to sit there and catch feelings and he's going to treat it as a professional would I mean don't get it twisted you kind of got to woo each other when you meet each other on camera because I got to make you want me you got to make me want you in some ways you feel what I'm saying? Which means feel comfortable. We gotta talk. We gotta conversate, discuss boundaries, all that good shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Find camaraderie so there can be some chemistry on camera, whatever. Maybe you know help you oil up, you know all up your body so for the photo shoot or what have you. Give you a nice little massage. I don't know. I'm just saying. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Period. Yes, fellas, you help them lotion up. That kind of help break the ice. It ain't nothing naughty about it. She can't get she can't yeah. lotion her bone back. I'm just, I'm just saying, stop, get get your mouth out the gutter. Now, anyway. <laughs> but what I'm saying is it's kind of like it helps towards that marriage to make that scene work and pop. You know, period. Right. And it, because people don't realize it, you it, fans can tell when you ain't got chemistry. Fans can tell if that scene that you won't feel in him, he won't feel in you. Your job is to make them not see that. <laughs> no matter what right. it is. <laughs>
0: yeah. And that's, you know, I think that's one thing that uh, that I'm fairly good at is I'm very present. I'm very present when I have sex. So even when I'm filming, yes, I'm more engaged in my mind than I am in my personal life. I don't think at all. I'm very carnal and in my body. And it's, it's great because I'm not thinking. And so sex is even more fulfilling, you know. So on camera, yes i'm thinking more but i still know how to be in my body and i still know how to um just find the chemistry between my body and his right so it's it helps a lot when it's when it's somebody that maybe is kind of new or whatever so but but i do end up working with the same kind of same people i have like a little handful of people that i work with pretty regularly because we have great chemistry And we've established the rapport already. So I know the scene is going to be fucking fire, you know?
1: Yeah. So now y'all people know I set up, right? Yeah, I set up for that time of the show, people, where the pussies go dry the dicks go limp. Let's talk about the business. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to talk about the uncomfortable shit, the shit that no one wants to talk about, how the sausage is being made how the money is being made, the truth about this business, because that's what I'm about when I do this podcast, because I don't put some foot around about it. The ups and downs, mm-hmm. the money, one money is good, one money is not, you know, period. Like mm-hmm. I said, you done been in business for a year, you uh, a year and a half. I'm pretty sure, You say like you say you started off doing content. So speak to one, how it's it's not as easy to make money at this and the work it takes and the things that people don't see and don't kind of understand of what we have to do in order to see a check from this.
0: Oh, it's, it's so much work. It's so much work. And I think that's, you know, most people don't want to put that much to it. So they'll make the amount of money equal to how much they put into it. Really? I mean, it sounds cliche, but it's, you know, if this is something where people just film something with their, with their partner, their boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever in the room, and just want to like randomly post stuff online, you know, you're not really going to make any money. You're not, there's not consistency. The thing is with, with the marketing, like it has to be interesting. It has to be good quality. It has to be consistent. You have to engage with people. Otherwise, why do they care about you? especially on platforms like OnlyFans and, and many vids and the ones where it's not free, why would people pay to see that scene when they can see the same type of thing for free? The answer is that there's a personal connection with you, which requires you to actually be involved. <laughs> so, Excellent. Excellent. It's a lot, you know, and, and it, it really is a full-time job. That, that's why this is my, this is what I do full-time, even though I I only film part time. I work on this full time. So,
1: that's when I make the job. I'm on my, I'm on Twitter, tweeting. (laughs) I'm at work doing work. It'd be like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's a lot. Like, I had to kind of shift my schedule because I was filming. uh, You know, every basically like every other week when I didn't have my kids, I would I would work. And I would be filming both times, but then I found myself backlogged with editing and then posting online. And I just, even now I'm not great about posting online, like Instagram, I, I post sometimes I'm not great. I'm not great at it. I'm better at Twitter (laughs) (laughs) and I'm really good at OnlyFans because I'm on there every day. And, um, so, but, but it's just, it's keeping those conversations going. It's, it's letting them know that they matter to me my fans it let's letting them know that that I'm listening to the things that they're interested in seeing and I don't know it's so it's it's more than just having sex it, and and posting something sometimes it's it's way bigger yeah. than that
1: But this one, one scene ain't going to make you a million dollars no it ain't going to get you a check technically <laughs> right it takes muscles. Most- to get what you need period so with that how much do you film how often do you film um
0: i i started coming up with a system where i what i started doing in the last maybe four or five months is just testing once a month and then filming about seven to ten days in that Mm -hmm. window because i didn't have a full 14 days without my kids so like seven to ten days, I would have, and so I would just try and pack in as many shoots as I could in those days. So sometimes I was doing like two a day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, hey, hey, that ain't nothing. That ain't nothing. It, well, it depends on the things that you're doing, though. It depends,
0: depends on, on the scenes, scene, that, right? Some of those things you're right. just you're dying, but but I would try and get myself a whole month's worth of content in that week, and then. I'd kind of forget about it the next week when I'm, you know, in mom mode and then the week after that, then I go straight to editing and scheduling posts and that sort of thing. So in between when I am in mom mode, I'm still answering messages. I'm still on social media. I'm just not like editing porn in the room or anything. You know what I mean? Like I save all the editing for the other week. So as far as filming, you know, 10 days a month. And then the editing can be the other week.
1: trust me i even remember the days when i shoot man it was because it's not because people understand when we say editing it's not just you editing the scene you're also editing the clips trailers Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you want to go there the flyers yeah it's 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 a lot even with the podcasting it's like i got to make audio clips upload the full video especially now that I'm doing video podcasting, video podcast episodes. So I got to put that together and shit like that. I I had to make intros. I'm like damn. I
0: I just made a new outro so at the the, my videos that I I basically do two styles kind of Mm -hmm. like I mostly do you know my production-ish looking videos but I also especially on OnlyFans I'll break them into small clips or I'll turn it into two or three parts you know so I'll break one scene up so that that way it's a little cheaper for people to buy and um and so sometimes it's more amateur looking and sometimes it's more professional looking and um and so the reason I I do it that way is um oh my gosh I just totally lost my train of thought that's really funny that happens to me a lot
1: It happens to be I'm 47 years old, so it happens to be uh,
0: Oh, it's so funny, yeah. it happens, it, it does happen to me. But I did, I did smoke a little, I don't smoke very often, by the way. And I'm to
1: you smoked huh? for me, did you? You blunt for me for, for the podcast, did
0: you? I mean, I totally did because it's your come on, I had to. <laughs> I had to smoke before I came on
1: here. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> I feel so special now. Thank you. Oh, you just made my day. Thank you.
0: <laughs> it's been months. I literally, I could go months without smoking anything, and all of a sudden I'm like, you know, hey, I'm going to do this podcast. Let me smoke some.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, smoke I'm wild. like, hey, I'm a
0: noob. What?
1: Smoker's Lounge. What, what can I say?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's certainly appropriate for this conversation. So, um I don't even know what I was talking about. It was just basically like I've got a couple different styles cuz I I wanted I I want to make it easy for people to buy um some people like more amateur looking things, some people want more production looking things. I try and mix it up a little bit and see what works, but I just play with it. That's really where I go I'm going is just I'm I make it fun for me because if I'm having fun, I know the content will be good.
1: Now, when it comes to your content we we are going to start with that first with this question okay is what i'm trying to use the word what genre do you want to reach with your content and what i mean by that is because i, I it, it's called expanding your repertoire i guess like for example uh many girls looking to do anal more in their repertoire um some girls looking to do bdsm whether it's their dom or their um, submissive. Now, from listening to you, you ain't a fetish type girl. You, 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 you sound like you ever do boy girl. Didn't do some <laughs> solo work. <laughs>
0: yeah, I. It's so funny. Okay, so I just invested in a VR camera, yeah. and I'm really excited to start using this. I love boy-girl scenes, but I know with the VR, the the solo stuff looks so good. And I'm not, like, I don't feel like I know what the fuck I'm doing when I'm doing solo work. (laughs) Because if there's a guy there, I know what to do. But when I'm by myself, I'm like, what do I do now?
1: Yeah, because I always ask a female, I'm like, "What is your motivation?" Because you're by yourself. I mean, I mean, don't get it twisted. Of course, dudes jerk off, but it's kind of like you, 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 it. I don't know how long y'all sessions necessarily be with your dildos or when y'all are spending time with yourself, as as they say. Um, ours don't take long, but <laughs> I don't know how long y'all takes. So it's kinda like it because one, a solo don't have a definitive ending. It ain't like unless she like squirts or she creams like that. You feel well, me?
0: Yeah, I do want to learn how to squirt. I do. I my orgasms are pretty big, so even when <laughs> I'm playing they're I'm not a squirter yet, but you are
1: know, Mr.
0: You know what? I, I know that I do. It's just not projectile. Because I no, got... but
1: we, we, we don't want... You know, now, if you could be able to do both now, that's just mind-blowing. But a creamer, <laughs> we, we love creamer. We love pulling out the dick and that bitch, that thing just looked like a glazed donut. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> okay, that's note
1: a... taken. <laughs> right I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I've I get very wet. That is something, it's a blessing. I don't, I'm not a person who typically needs a lot of lube. It just kind of works. It's pretty great. Um, what was the question? Now I'm totally thinking about glazed donut dick, so
1: <laughs> I'm distracted. I'm, I'm sorry. I got thrown off. I threw myself off when I said that. But, <laughs> oh, God. So, no, but, like, like what some of the stuff, like, do you do anal?
0: In my personal life, I have, but not on camera. Not yet.
1: Okay. And that's something you look to um, add to your repertoire, you know, because um, because here's the real question, all right? Because you have your brand, and you have in your mind where you want your career to go and how you want it to be. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. Now, this is a two-part question, two-fold question. One not folding to the pressure to stick to your brand, and two, because points becoming more extreme. Because there's certain things that females that the more that a female's over to, the more she might get bookings and to a certain extent and fit into certain circles. How do you balance not doing overextending yourself at the same time maintaining your st- sticking with your brand, but at the same time. Expand your brand, but not overextending yourself.
0: Um, those are good questions. So, what i what I've figured out for me is that if if I'm into it or it turns me on, it will still work. Like I'm not going to push myself to where I'm uncomfortable or into some extreme because my audience is pushing for that. I'm just I'm not going to do it because I think that there's a I'm very energy sensitive. Um, I I vibe things very, very much, and I I'm like if I were to do something because my audience really wants to see it, but I'm not comfortable, or I'm you know maybe it's it's just not something I want to do. It's going to come through in the scene. It's not going to be sexy. It's going to look weird. It's not, and and I just think that that's going to not translate well, even even monetarily. So it it may. Make a few people happy and then, but it's not overall going to carry my brand forward. So um, if I lose fans, because I know there's some people who just want to see some more really extreme stuff, then there's a lot of girls who do that. And that's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's, people got to understand, I hate when people think you don't have a choice. You you have a choice on where you want your brand to look like and what you do in porn. If you don't ever want to do anal in this fucking business, you don't have to. I just say you just need to be just damn good to where they forget that you don't do anal. Right. See, that's the key. That's I tell people, it's not it's not about what you do, it's how you do it. That's the key.
0: Exactly. And the thing is like so far I'm still going strong. You know what I mean? And 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 I thought, okay, well when are they gonna get bored of looking at me or you know Eventually, those things happen, But I also I see my brand evolving to where you know I I don't even have to be in front of the camera, forever. It's like yeah. I'll I'll bring other but people see, in and
1: the key is expanding your okay. It is like this. The key is expanding your brand to where it's more than just your porn. It might be based off your porn. Like one of the things you were saying, you want to do podcasting. Podcasting now gives you a voice in a different platform and the platform to one at bare minimum point new people to your porn through right. being on these platforms because sorry olden fans don't get more traffic than Spotify right. <laughs> don't more than Apple they, 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 you know, not even SoundCloud you know what I'm saying and two on top of that they're getting to know you outside of porn which in turn might make them go get the porn you know, period. That's that, it, like this. Because the first question I asked myself was, okay, how do I make money from this podcast and shit? Because it's not money at first. You know, period. Mm-hmm. I, I point them to the shit that makes money. That's why I will always say all com backslash porn rap star. Yeah, that's right. You can find all my porn links there. Go ahead. <laughs> 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 I'm exactly. just
0: saying,
1: you know, period. It's like, yeah, it's because you can't hide who you are. Why not use it to your advantage? Yes. And plus, people want to know how to do this business to a certain extent. You kind of, and plus, it gives you opportunity to speak on shit that you always want to speak on. That's just me. I, I love it. You know? Yeah. And I, and I like more of us do it. And, and that means I can be on their show and they can be on my show and we can just do the damn thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: So, so it's like this one thing from looking, you have variety now. Um, I, I I do have one request though.
0: <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I mean,
1: I, I, if you can, you know, give me some heels in some of them scenes, babe. Let's
0: some heels. You know, it's so funny. I yes, that that has been asked of me a few times just this month.
1: I, I'm so sorry. something's
0: going on. <laughs>
1: Sorry, you in a song and some banging ass heels showing oh my goodness. Because just because the way your legs is built in your booty. You know what I'm saying? And also you also have boobs. So because people don't realize that's actually rarity in the BBW game for a woman to have both. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's either top heavy or bottom heavy. Very rare that you have both, you know.
0: I did not actually realize that. That's interesting.
1: Yeah. But like I said but but because you I noticed that you keep variety where have is how do you come up with your scenes where do you where, where do you pull your inspiration from to come up with the different scenes that you do?
0: Um, that's a good question too. So a lot of my content, not lately so much, but like earlier content, I did mostly massage themed stuff because that's my that's you know my wheelhouse <laughs> and it's not a bad. No, and it's great. And I love it. And it's, I feel right at home with it. So um, with, with that, a lot of the scenes, like if I ever did a storyline video with the massage, it was based off of like real things that happened. So, or at least inspired by real things, or I'll just, I'll think about scenarios that would be sexy to me, or I think could happen, you know, friends of mine have given me ideas as far as websites that have like exotic or erotic rather um, literature, things like because that. Where...
1: You can really get in the mini beds with the massage because ju- just to give you some examples, not just, for example, you can do the massage, you give them head or even better massage as happy interview milking, you know, period. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because it's, it's like I tell people, if there's a niche that fits you, what you do is you play with that niche as much as possible.
0: Mm -hmm. You
1: know, period. It's kind of like, because it's like, it was the point that I could see you bringing another girl. You're supposed to be training her. Y'all double teaming. You feel what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Because it makes you kind of stand out, you know, period. Because it's like this. People want a story. And I don't understand why people don't get that. People want a story. It's nothing wrong with having role play scenes, you know, period. It's nothing wrong with doing it, some of the vanilla role play scenes because there's a tangent that actually, that's a bag you're missing out on, you know, period. I see that you've done Blush. So it, it, trust me, Blush, they're doing some fantastic shit.
0: Oh, yeah, they God.
1: are. I am sorry. It blew my mind. What? Voice over? Someone doing erotic poetry while she's getting, she's sucking them off. Hey,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yes. see. And that's the thing. I love seeing all these different kind of creative applications, you know, to porn because it's been around forever. So to see something new is kind of like exciting. Um, yeah. So that's, I try and use things that are real for my stories. And then frankly, you know, any, even with the gonzo, like just straight sex scenes, what I've done with those is, you know, my fans, one thing I know about marketing is marketing is all about stories and my fans, I talk to them, like, you know, I, I think about them. I'm mindful of them. I'm always, you know, I'm always wanting to create something that, that they're going to love. And so for that reason, I share the story with them. I'll give them the backstory or I'll tell them how this thing happened. Or, you know, so even the plain gonzo scenes have context that makes them sexy and makes them interesting.
1: Because do realize just, for example, her just laying in the bed, rubbing her clit. She ain't saying the words, just rubbing her clit. And the dude walks in and she just grabs his dick and starts giving her hair while she rubbing her clit. That little story right there, draws the guy in versus she just laying back, he eating the pussy. Just like it just comes in that way. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a buildup, it's an anticipation. Oh yeah. because you know, People also gotta realize you also gotta use psychology in this. So,
0: right. When I when I post my videos, like I'll send the videos and my messages on OnlyFans, for example, and I'll give a big description about what they're about to see you know because i don't want them to be like well what am i getting what am i what am i going to actually see like i want them to be very informed and i also want that what they read turns them on
1: yeah so, see, words, words matter
0: yes <laughs> they really matter and to be able to paint a picture and tell a story and you know give context it makes it makes that sex scene more interesting. Like, okay, if I'm in doggy style and I'm just, you know, maybe it was a a professional porn star that it's it could be a really hot scene, or it's also like that was a fan and that fan got to fuck her. Like, oh my god! Like, I have to see this fan and like, did he do a good job? Would I do a better job? Like, there's so much that can go through their mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's, so. it's, uh, understand it's like. We are giving you a fantasy. And mm-hmm. that's what it's about. The, the, yep. the, and when I came in the game, that's what it was supposed to be about. You know, straight up. It was to make the fantasy. Because they wanted to see a hot chick get fucked. If they wanted to see Shorty next door, they wouldn't fuck their wives. They wouldn't spend the money to would look at us.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. And,
1: so, yeah. So, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just like, damn, I'm still just questioning you've been doing this for a year and some change. I'm like, sure they really got it down pat. I got, <laughs> I got to give it to you. Thank you. I'm like, yeah, can okay, you the change that you was hitting that, 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 that you've been working with and stuff? I'm like, all right, all right. See, I knew, it. I, I did my research.
0: <laughs> I see you know? that. Well, and, you know, there's there's still a few people on my list I'd want to work with, but you know, not everybody also in the industry is comfortable working with BBWs either. So I know that sometimes
1: that. But see, see now I'm gonna tell you what it is, and I tell people this: it's when they have no choice. You feel mm. what I'm saying? It, see, they, see, people, I'm about to school y'all on some shit. When I see a girl work with a certain male talent, I say, okay. She she's white hot right now. She's getting white hot. When I saw with Richard Mann, I said, okay, Richard Man don't do BBWs often. Let's keep it 100. I mean, I, I want to have him on his show. He probably tell, probably he might be like, no, I'll do BBWs. But no, you don't do them to the level or to the frequency that you do to smaller girls. Right. So good or bad, worse. It's understandable he does pay gigs. I get that, whatever. But But for him to... One, come from that schooling where you don't you, you, it might hurt you to work with a BBW because of Hollywood with the image that they want to look. The fact that he steps away from that and say, Yo, I want to shoot a man of thick, speaks volumes. Because when you get guys that don't normally shoot BBWs, bending your ass back with your hair and goddamn give you the long stroke. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a hot ass visual, yo. I was like, I can't use, I I can't use that for the cover. Hell no, that's man. But, um, but no, it it speaks volumes. I'm just saying, you know, period. It's like because even to the point where you just named off all the ones within a year and a half, you didn't hit probably all the top BBW companies. The only thing you have not hit is Rodney Moore. And that's if there's if he's still going. I think he's still going. <laughs> huh? Oh, I, you might have hit Rodney Moore. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Not
0: yet, but I'm down for it. Like that's the thing. I, I I haven't done a lot to pursue companies, but this year I've been thinking on that. I was like, you know, I've worked with some great companies. I've worked with some great talent. I try to. Um, I, like when I'm on set, I I really. I don't even know. I just, I I try to be nice. I try to be professional. I, w- I want to bring my best to the game. And so I think that not everybody thinks that way. Not everybody works that way. And it makes me easier to work with. So anybody yeah, I've worked I want, with, I know has good things to say.
1: Because even to the point that when I came in, Girls can be fresh off the bo- fresh off the boat. That means they ain't never done shit, been in front of the camera, took a picture, what have you and gotten to porn. Mm-hmm. Now they kinda of want you somewhat seasoned in some way, shape, form or fashion with a following. So <laughs> right. it, it it they once again I said they won't calculate the risk because the content creation era has hurt the money of the mainstream companies. Because one, why do I need to go to them when she's shooting with Porter Rock. (laughs) Right. Porter Rock, I can just go to to think And see, that would change the game right there. So it's kind of like, based off of that, that makes companies want to fuck with you because they seen you shoot with the guys that they book.
0: Right. And that's happened. You know, there's there's companies that um, I think I reached out to initially, and then... They they didn't really they, – they didn't take me seriously, and they just kind of dropped it. And then they circled back. And this has happened a couple of times. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So, they, the companies – and you can probably what I mean. They don't want you to you white hot. Right. Girls don't get that. You get white hot. That means they're seeing you – it's a reason why you shoot with established talent. Now, I, I tell any girl, the blueprint is you have residence male talent that you work with and then you have established male talent that you branch out to to build your cachet. And the whole point of it is if girls keep screaming, I want to pay a gig, well, how you get paid gig in 2022 moving forward? You need to shoot with the dicks that they're paying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because guess what they're going to do? They're going to ask that dick, well, how was she? Well, she's nice to work with. How the content's selling? That's the questions, right? He ain't ask how good the pussy was? He asked how good the head was. He well, you know, how <laughs> was working with him? Okay, 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 okay. Was well, she fun to work with? Was she professional? Okay, yeah, yeah, right. Now, last question: How the scene doing? Oh, oh is making you money? Oh, wait, well, what's, know, wait, put, at, wait. What
0: was it again? What was your question?
1: The, the last question of that he asked the male talent: it, 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 Well, how's how's it selling?
0: oh right
1: see see. because that's why i tell females it's like understand it's a method to the madness of what you do you know period um because even to the point that for example like i'm pretty sure have you tapped into the the market of custom videos
0: a little bit that's it's a little harder for me to do, uh, because of my family schedule, but I am going to be doing more of that, uh, this summer. So, See, but yes. I, yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. Just yeah. Yeah. question that I was asking, how do you balance it?
0: <laughs> uh, it's yeah, it's really tough. I mean, for me, it's a little different because, you know, I, I've got shared custody. So when my children are gone, you know, they're, they're actually in another state. Their, their dad is still in California when we moved here to Vegas. So I don't worry about them coming home early. I don't, <laughs> I don't have to like take everything down right away. So for me, it's a little different because I get to set up for a few days and I can work and I don't have to worry about, you know, if I have a vibrator laying out on the table or something, you know, it, it's okay. But, but yeah, when they are here, it, I don't really get anything done other than the social media stuff. Like I have to do all the filming and content creation when they're gone. So for the parents who, you know,
1: have. Now, 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 Cause you said you had, let's say you had seven days, right? Yeah. How do you pace yourself? Because see, here's the thing that people don't understand. When you're doing content trade or shoots, whatever you you're dealing with different dicks nine times out of 10. You might deal with different dicks within the same day. You know, period. How do you pace yourself? To one, you won't be worn out by the time you hit seven. That you can give each scene the same energy in the whole nine.
0: Um, the days where I know I'm going to be filming, I don't make myself do much of anything else because I don't want to be exhausted. So, um, if I let's say I had two scenes in a day, I would try and make sure I, you know, got enough sleep the night before. At least I try. And I try and drink a lot of water so I'm hydrated. I don't like to eat too much before I shoot, though, because I don't want to have, like, stomach ache or you know, digestive issues when you're on set. That would be awful. It's better to just be hungry. (laughs)
1: Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I did not eat before I shot. shot, Yeah. I smoked. I I, I didn't eat. Because I I was afraid it was yeah, because I was afraid it was going to make me lazy.
0: Oh yeah, see that could do it too, make you tired. Um, yeah. But for me, it's just like I'd rather I'd rather not. Plus, you're going to work up an appetite anyway, so I just you know work it out. And then if I have something else later, I try to just rest. I'll go you know shower and do my whole like douching routine, like the whole thing, and make sure that I feel fresh. And give myself enough time in between where I, I don't feel like I'm coming right off of another shoot. You know, um, even if it's just a, a few hours where I have enough downtime, I'm learning to play the guitars. Maybe I'll play the guitar a little bit just to, like, decompress before I go and Because as soon as I go into the next scene, I'm forgetting about every, everything else I've done all day. And I'm just there. And I'm here to learn and I'm here to play and I'm here to rock it. <laughs>
1: Most so have you done content houses
0: uh, no I'm not a fan but okay. I don't know like I, I get the concept and I I, know, I I understand why people do it but I also it's a lot of people potentially having you in their content and I don't really love that because I don't know where it's going to go or where it's going to end up
1: <laughs> it's, so it's, I- yeah, it, it's with me like and nothing against people that do the content houses. I'm not knocking it. It's a great experience. Do it if you have the opportunity. But me, the way I always played it was I'd rather have you one on one for a weekend for us to get as much content as possible between the two of us than me to have to fight to get content with seven other people <laughs> or 10 other people. Yeah. Because <laughs> as much as fucking possible. And and the reason why because we did different shit. It, it could be role play. It can be uh, fetish or what have you. You know, cause I try to get the lady the most gambit of scenes that she can have. But yeah, I used to come up with some dudes for some role play things. So so it's kind of like to me it was the more to maximize your time. Plus on top of that, it's a little easier on your coochie because you're only dealing with one dick.
0: Yeah. Unless
1: and you know my other dude. But that that used to be one day when that happened. That'd be a one day, one shot deal, <laughs>
0: right?
1: You know, man, yeah.
0: Man.
1: yeah. because people well, realize. I, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, what you about to say? No, what about to say?
0: No, I was just, I was just gonna say. I, I think I'm better one on one with people anyway. I think when like the whole group yeah. setting, it's it can be fun because you know you're. It's like cross marketing you know you can kind of tap into each other's audiences but then yeah like you're saying like if somebody's got a totally different style totally different audience maybe you know totally different genre altogether it's it's not even really that helpful sometimes
1: And first time it gives you time to get it right you get what i'm coming from it's like Mm -hmm. like for example like if uh if I want to do, let's say, action steals after the shoot, I have time to do it, versus if I'm in a content house, I may not have time to do it. Because it, 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 we might have took a break within the scene. Um, no telling what happened. She might, it, 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 I mean, many things can happen on set. I'm just saying that can't prolong a scene. <laughs> He's not in it. His Mister Happy is not happy at the moment. He's having issues. Right, (laughs)
0: Right. Well, and I think that happens a lot with group stuff too, right? Because there's just there's too many people, or whatever. It's like some of the guys have a harder time with performance anyway.
1: So it's kind of like it's a it's a it's a different animal versus if it's more of a one on one setting with you. Let's say, and the the only above a person is the camera guy, because that's how I read my set. It was me and who needed to be. In the scene, that's that's why I preferred it. And if I, the only way I had to deal with the look is because she brought her boyfriend, fine. Just sit over there. Don't don't say shit. Right. <laughs> for coming, thank you for letting her do this. But just sit over there, relax <laughs> and stay. the way the camera. Let's we don't win. We put you way out of the way so we can't even mistakenly catch you even on the transition. You just you know what I'm saying. You know, period. So, I mean, no, nah, It's but see, that's the difference between dealing with a professional and dealing with a, aka, content creator. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it, it's really, you know, I'll just say this. I, I'm not going to name names, but I, you know, there's there's been a there's been a couple people that I've worked with that I really I thought had a, a higher level of professionalism, and then when I worked with them, I realized that that wasn't so much the case you know I was like oh this is not really their full-time thing this is kind of a part-time hobby type of thing and
1: yeah.
0: and I it came through in performance it came through in like professionalism and they were nice people and and really like happy to be there and happy to work and all the things but I, I was like I found myself teaching a lot and I found myself Spending way too much time, and it it got so frustrating that, frankly, some of that content that I made, I didn't even release it because I was like, I was so annoyed by the time I was done that, I can't even that scene can't even be any good. I'm I I don't I if I don't have if I don't take pride in what I've created, I'm not even gonna release it.
1: So, it's, I've I've had some scenes that like my cameraman me he shot me and him split split the scenes. I told him to keep it. <laughs> I knew it was gone. I knew he will go put it up. I wasn't gonna do it because I just can't. Yeah. But, but now it's, it's it feels good to work with people that is like minded, people that think like you, that work like you. You know, because it's like this at the end of the day. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm wrong. I enjoyed that we didn't sit in had one of the sloppiest, and nastiest, and freakiest shoots ever. And the lights go off, and it's back to normal. You go <laughs> home to yours, I go home to mine. We might have sat there and chit-chatted, talk about some porn, smoke a blunt. Then you go home and I go home. You know, period. Right. That's because I always took this in mind. I met you because of porn. I didn't meet you because we I met you at the bar and you thought I was cute.
0: <laughs> right yeah I mean and that's that's something else too is like the guys that you know even if they are professional if they ask you out after or they want to like hook up on the side or off camera like I find that to be so unprofessional that I'll probably never work with that person ever again because it's just like what are you doing this isn't we're not dating that's not what this is this is work we're coworkers. What
1: are you thinking? <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's but that goes to the misconception because the misconceptions about us not only is with the fans, but it's also within the industry itself. Because like they are automatically assume that you don't have a kid or you don't have a husband or a job. You know what I'm saying? That it it's 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 part of it is because I guess females have to look available. So they can't really divulge whether they have somebody or not to a certain extent in some cases. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like dudes really... I'm just going to say this: dudes are lanes, man. There's a lot of lanes in the game, man. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. It just... but, because I'm sorry. You're already getting the pussy. I mean, ain't that the whole point? If, if if that's your thought process, you already fucking Is it, you, okay. it, you you ain't have to take her out. You ain't have to go through trying to holler at her or impress her. <laughs> Bring her a <laughs> gift. Yeah, 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 you, you get the nasties and sloppies and freaky shit. I'm like, you should want to go home and go to sleep, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> yeah. But then also, like, for the ones who are single in this industry, too, like... You know, I know I know women that are in the industry and the single guys, as soon as they hear the word porn, they're like, oh, it's going to be an easy lay. Actually, it's the opposite. It's not going to be an easy lay because we have to get tested. We have, like, there's standards we have to match in order to be a professional in this industry. And hooking up with some random Joe who probably tests twice a year is not going to cut it. Like, that's how shit gets into the industry. <laughs> so it's actually harder for you to hook up with a porn
1: star. I don't think people talk enough about how much we have to curve our sex life in this damn to do the business itself.
0: Oh, yeah. You don't – those random hookups don't happen. That's not – like, no. No. Because then it could jeopardize your your paycheck, your reputation, and, you know, if you have bad tests, people are not going to want to work with you. Like, it's just not – a smart person who cares about their brand and their industry in, in their professionalism in this industry is not going to jeopardize that for some random Tinder hookup. It's not gonna happen.
1: See, and y'all smoke that over.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> See, I didn't hear you on here for an hour and thirty minutes, Miss Lady. Um, I just gotta say, look, I got to have you come back. You know. Um because it's a lot we didn't even tap into.
0: I know. And a lot
1: of <laughs> Love to have you. So with that, can I call you my smoke buddy?
0: Yes, you can call me your smoke buddy.
1: So there you go. See, I got another thick, big booty smoke buddy, <laughs> and I'm happy. And you'll get to hear her now on the smokers' lounge, but also in the premium smoke room. This is my subscription base, miss lady. This is where we get more nasty, more candid, more dirty. More, even more. You know, what I'm saying. Like I tell anybody, anything controversial, that's in the, the premium smoke room. So that's why I put it. We, if you're gonna hear it, you have to pay for. That's it. just all it is to it. And mm-hmm. also, we will get her on camera so we can see that pretty face and that pretty smile.
0: Thank you. Yeah, let's do it. You know, Sounds fun.
1: And maybe she even can turn around and you know flash y'all with the booty a little bit and show y'all what. <laughs> So with that being said, tell everybody where they can spend money on you.
0: Uh, Onlyfans, at Amanda Thick 2Ks. I'm on many vids. You can find me pretty easily on Twitter. All of these are uh, at Amanda Thick. I'm on Snapchat now. I'm on Instagram, although, you know, they always shut you down for stupid reasons. So that one's Amanda underscore Thick. And right now I've got a website in the making. It's amandathick.com, but it's still under construction. So that should be out hopefully in the next month or so.
1: Mm. See, that's the other thing we ain't tapping to. alone, have your own website. See, see, it's so much reading. She got to come back, people. We're going to set that up. We're going to make that happen. So you know how we end this all day, every day, people. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? If you didn't learn anything smoke this over. Thank you for coming to the lounge, mama. Thank you. (laughs) See? I do this podcast for one reason, one reason only, to give you people knowledge. Kill your misconception, whatever the fuck you think of people in the sex work trade, you can throw that out the fucking window for I'm concerned. I'm here to give you facts me to give you truth, honesty, and trust me, ain't no apologies here, it's uncensored, to the point, the ups and downs, the good, the bad, the ugly the indifferent. and every now and then I change it up, I might give you uh, something in the gaming industry, I might give you a, a therapist, <laughs> I might even give you a movie director, you don't know what you might get when you come to the lounge. That's the beauty of coming to the lounge. So, that being said, hmm, Spotify, Anchor, I even got premium smoke, premium episodes for you to watch. I'm talking about STO, the Smoker's Lounge, on all the platforms, and powered by Anchor. Sponsored by LSworld.com and proud member of the GWDish Black Podcast Network. Stop fucking with me. Stop playing with me. Come smoke with me. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You need to learn anything. Smoke that open.